Welcome to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Are you trying to master the game of life without success? There are secrets and strategies to living your best life. We'll share some of them with you on today's show. Take advantage of this series to become an expert at relationships. All relationships. It's time to live the life that you deserve to live. Now, here's your host, Sandra Reich. Welcome to Straight Talk with Sandra Reese, a show about living your very best life. And like the tagline says as we start the show is there are secrets. This is the show about the secrets. So I wanted to talk about habits of successful people in life and in love, because you know what? There really are things that successful, happy people do that make their lives good. It is not, in my view... An accident. And I know many of us would like to believe like, and we do this sometimes, we believe uh, this person is just lucky. They found the right guy or the right girl, or they just went into the right family business or this business and they just got lucky and I didn't. And I, Sandra Reese, do not believe that. I believe that we are co-creators. We create our lives. Um, There is a certain amount of luck that comes in your life, but what do you do with it? And what is it once I heard a definition of luck is... um, uh, Preparation meeting opportunity, a great definition. Preparation meeting opportunity. So luck, the opportunity is there, but you got to be prepared. So here's the goal for today. We're going to talk about habits of successful people in life and in love. And of course, I wanted to bring on with me an expert to have this discussion. So I've got Melissa Henley in the house. Uh, Melissa's back on Straight Talk. You hear her all the time. Melissa is a clinical counselor at the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression, specializing in anxiety, depression, emotional regulation. Uh, living your best life actually is a big topic for her. Welcome back to Straight Talk, Melissa. Thank you. And I love this topic because I find that's one thing I see a lot in my clients. I don't know if you see this in a lot of in your office is that, you know, what you were talking about earlier, just saying, well, you know, happy people are just born happy. They're just happy. And they, and it just kind of falls on, on their lap, which is not true. So definitely there's other things that maybe uh, definitely our struggles are all different and we all go through different things. But there are strategies and there are techniques to try and uh, live your best life, as you would say, and, and to be successful. You know, as we're chatting here, I'm getting a little bit excited about this show. Um because um, even reviewing what the research shows on habits is a great reminder for me and you, because mm-hmm. uh, we also want to be happy in our lives. And there really are these strategies that make a big difference. Uh, before I start to get into some of them, I just want to invite people, if you'd like to join the conversation, you can call us at one 472 5792 You can always text us at one five one four seven nine six four three five seven, or if you prefer, email info at helpforanxietydepression.com. So I'm going to shoot out uh, one of the things that showed up in the research, and I'm sure you're going to have much to say, Melissa, as well. But, but I, this one is really speaks to me, and it's it's one I really do is. Um, it's, you definitely want to have a to-do list of some sort. And what the research shows is it's good to do things in order of importance, not in order of when they were written down. Mm. And that's good because, you know, like you, there's things on your to-do list that there's always things on the to-do list, but there's things that are really important. And if it's going to impact the happiness in your life, it sort of supersedes, let's say, you know, doing your dishes unless doing your dishes makes you really happy. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to get to the things that are really important. What, what are your thoughts on that? Doing what's important more than what's in order. 
Yeah, because we can write them all down, but and then I find people uh, get kind of lost or overwhelmed when you see it all written down and all the things that we have to do. So I loved how you frame it as looking, like rating them. How important is this to you? Because maybe you find yourself stuck or not doing the things on the to-do list. So asking yourself, is this something that's really important and rating it that way? But I find like that's the number, almost the number one uh, problems that I find in my clients is that People don't want to write things down. People have a hard time writing to-do lists. You know, it's funny that you say that. I mean, I try to be very transparent on the show. And it's, I go through stages, Melissa. And uh, for some, like, I, and I, obviously there is, and I, we've talked to other shows on a little tiny bit of self-sabotage that we all have. Mm-hmm. And I go through stages where I am stubbornly not writing things down. Because I sort of feel like I know what I have to do. Mm-hmm. And then sooner or later, I observe that without writing it down, I'm not accomplishing things like I'm on the Facebook or I'm like, I'm, I get caught up on things and the day goes by and it just doesn't work. Mm. So when I do write things down, like today I had a very busy day. So last night before I went to bed, actually, this is a true story. I think this is helpful. I went to bed quite late and I was feeling a little bit bitter about the fact that I had an email to write back to this person, something to do for the center. And I felt bitter about it. So I said to myself, here's the deal, Sandra. And that's one of my big secrets is I make lots of deals with myself. Mm-hmm. So I say, here's the deal. I want you to write down now everything that has to be done so that you do it first thing in the morning before I was planning to spend the day with my daughter today before you do it. So I took an email and I emailed myself what has to be done. Mm. And then I said to myself, since I did that, I'm off the talk for tonight because it was kind of late I wasn't in the mood not a great time to do things late at night no and then in the morning I had the email waiting for me I went boom 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 and I was free and you were more productive yes but Mm -hmm. I I I gave me back my freedom which is in me for me a very big strategy yeah and and uh that's what I recommend too because you you know if you would have just let it kind of sit in your mind then that would have probably impacted your sleep and delayed yes. your sleep and, and then because oh, you're, that's a good point, you're thinking Melissa. about it all so just writing it down is helpful for many different ways to help you feel uh, that you're actually you know if you can't do it at night you know there's nothing that can be done or you don't you know it is late so writing it down can help you to feel like at least you're doing something about it organizing yourself for the next day and and then makes you feel more prepared like when you started off uh, more prepared to to accomplish what you have to do and by writing it too it helps it not just feel like it's flooding around in your mind that's really really smart what you're saying Melissa and I appreciate you that bringing that up because that's the other thing that happens is when you don't get your to-do list and it's always on your brain I constantly walk if I don't write it down I'm walking around in a state of guilt I'm always feeling like guilty because like I didn't get enough done we've done shows recently on type a personality I've confessed to being a type a type a's feel guilty when they're not accomplishing things Mm -hmm. so that is such a good point thank Mm -hmm. you for that Melissa it's like what I try to do, you know, when you go on a trip, you, you, you write down what you need. You know, I need this this outfit and these clothes and, and uh, you. you know, I need your your phone charger, so your good. camera. So definitely you, you make these kinds of lists when you go on vacation. So it's just about making those lists a, a daily, like incorporating on your daily routine. Okay. So I, I love how you're framing that. So I gave a personal example. I talked about the research on the to-do list and getting things done on the to-do list that are important, not when they were put on. Um, and then I tied it back to something that I do. I'm curious, before we do any more research, what is your, you're a successful woman. You're a very successful woman. You are, I mean, you know, you have just 
thrived since the day I met you. You've just been blossoming and blossoming. Your career is going great. People love you. Your clients love you. You're, you're doing well. And I know every aspect of your life. I happen to have the good fortune to know you personally. What is your best tip mm-hmm. to be a successful, happy woman? And that's what I was thinking when when we're, when we're the topic came up about the show. And this is something that I do myself, but also help my clients to accomplish as well. So in, in one of the skills, we call this ABC, please. That's one of the things that I try to to. Uh, you do an ABC, please. Yeah, it's called ABC, please. So it's an acronym. And you actually do this. Yes. Okay. This yes. is fascinating. And I have an own personal story of how that makes me feel. I, I'm, I'm dying. Really, Tell me. I'm <laughs> really happy. But so ABC, please. So it's one of the techniques that it is an acronym. So meaning that every letter of the word represents something. And I think this is a really cool package and a helpful tip to remember what we can do in our lives to, to have the best success. So the, the thing that uh, I'll start with the A so the A would be accumulating positive emotions. So you want to start with one thing that you do a day that makes you feel happy or positive. Right? And what do you do? So for me, um, whether that be wake up in the morning and I do my, uh, um, I have the Headspace app. So I do my meditation or breathing. So that's one thing I do that I make sure I put it in as a routine to help just wake up or if I need to at night just to decompose. Um, that can be a definitely helpful thing. And I play baseball. So it's not something I can do every day, but it is something that I do try to incorporate that makes me feel really happy and really good. So something that you feel passionate about. Okay, cool. What's the B? So the the B, and so, sorry, the A, it's, it's uh, it, you can separate it into two things. So one, you can separate, you want to be able to try and do short-term things, like things that you can do in the short term, like things that you can do now. What Like the meditation. Yeah, the meditation or going to the gym or playing sports or doing something that makes you feel really happy. Yesterday I took a bath and I put candles, like just small little things to help refuel and to, and to give yourself that self-love and self-care. Then there's things that you can try to do long term, and that's what helps bring build up the happiness and success. So, so things that you can try to make changes into your life. So, what positive events can you do that that uh, will help change uh, more in the long term? So, a recent example for me is that I've always been complaining about my weight and I want it and and you know definitely want to send the message that we're beautiful no matter what weight and and very important but for me it was just a personal choice that mm-hmm. I wanted to be mm-hmm. um uh, to, to lose more weight so I incorporated that routine that I would work out three times a week and and that's something important to me too if I practice if I teach that to my clients I have to practice that as well absolutely so I incorporated the walk yeah doing my boot camps and doing my workouts three times a week but I wasn't finding any results Mm -hmm. I wasn't finding any uh weight loss results I was I noticed that my body was changing but not necessarily the weight loss okay so now a value that's important to me is my health. But the problem is I wasn't living my daily life according to that value. Uh, and I find that when we try to find what value is important to us and, and making decisions to stick 
to, to live by those values on a daily basis. And so that's where my diet and well, my nutrition came into play. Okay. And, it, and it is a lifestyle change. And now that I'm living and, and when I go to the grocery store, and I buy all these healthy products, like I feel proud, I feel I feel yes, like I'm, yeah, I well, am that's living. a good point. Does your life represent your value system? We're definitely gonna have to talk about that. But mm-hmm. I want to know what the B and C is and the please before we take our break. Well, well, the, the B is build mastery. So that one is do, do more things in your day that you feel more competent in okay um because this can really combat helplessness and hopelessness okay and the c is cope ahead uh with emotional situations so when you know you have a stressful thing coming up don't just wait and hope for the best you know plan how are you gonna how are you gonna deal with it because that helps you cope more effectively because we all know that emotions can get in the way so when you're triggered we don't necessarily use the the uh, most helpful strategies at the time. Uh, this is amazing. Now, of course, you know I want to know what the please is. Yes. Well, the please that that's another acronym. So I think we'll we can oh, wait okay. till the wait till the break. Okay. Yeah, so I'm just going to take a, a moment before we take the break to talk about a little point that you brought up about living true to your value system because I I want to get that out before the commercial so people can think about that and that's a very big question actually. I personally think we're only as good as our strategies. Mm -hmm. And so people often say to me like, oh, you're so good. You do your exercise. You eat properly. Okay. It's all based on strategies or else it would not work. Mm -hmm. I have no different than anyone else. I make so many excuses. Of course. And we all do. (laughs) But the thing is, I think you brought up that point of living true to your value system. Your value system includes health. So does mine. The question I want you to think about on the break is, are you living true to your value system? Now, tell the truth now. It's okay if the answer is no. Mm-hmm. We'll come back and we'll talk about how to align your value system with the way you really actually live your life. We'll be right back on Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at helpforanxietydepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or helpforanxietydepression.com. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety. Featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness.
You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. So we're back on Straight Talk. So we left with the idea on the break of, you know, really asking yourself, it's one of my favorite strategies of if you're living true to your value system, I have clients come in all the time and tell me that they want to be healthy and they want to, you know, and and let's bring this to love life too. They want to have a peaceful relationship or whatever. And then there's a lot of other things in their life that say the opposite. So Mm. they say to me, like, you know, I was eating the frosting all night and no judgment, like good frosting, like I can appreciate but there's a disconnect, right? If you're saying you want to be healthy and then you're eating food that's not healthy, there is a disconnect. So we're on a little tangent here, but it's an important one to me is that you got to tell yourself the truth. So, And it's okay if the truth ends up being, you know what? I don't really want to be healthy right now. I don't care. I'm young and I, I don't care about it. And I'll have this to worry about later. My daughter always says, I'll worry about health later. Very normal for someone young to say that. I think it's okay, but it's not okay to keep saying I want health or my value system is health. And then be, you know, smoking and drinking heavily. And again, no judgment, ex-bartender, definitely no judgment, mm-hmm. but you have to get clear on what is the real truth, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so that's an important piece of the pie. And I'm just going to throw out one more strategy, which is going to lead back into your uh, ABC, please, which is that the research shows, and this one's really big for me, that people who start their day exercising do better in life. They do better in life. Okay, so I was out with girlfriends, and they were asking me, and I said this on last week's show, how do you get your exercise in? How do you do it? Don't you want to not do it? I totally don't want to do it. I play these games with myself. I say, I love to watch The View. That's I, This is your finding mm-hmm. out information about me here, Melissa. <laughs> I like to watch The View and hear them fight about politics. Gives me pleasure. And I make a deal with myself. No exercise, no view. Ah, and so people say like to me, that. well, but how, you could just lo- you could just watch The View. And I, but I actually listen to my voice that says no exercise, no view. So when I get up in the morning, I you know take some water or whatever, and I start my first exercise because I actually do more than one. I start my first exercise before anything happens. And if I didn't have the strategy in place, there's no way it would happen. Now, if exercise is linked with happiness and uh, better relationship skills and better emotional regulation, I figure, you know what, I don't feel like doing this, but I need to do this. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's a big one for people to throw exercise in. Melissa. Yeah, I find it's a, it's it's one that we all know of. It's one that we know is going to help us, but it's really hard to motivate ourselves to to get the exercise and yeah. to get it going. And so, uh, I what I tell my clients is that a lot of times we wait till we feel better, and then we'll be more motivated, and then change will happen. But the problem with that model is that if we wait till we feel better, we might never feel better. And so, it's actually the reverse that model is that we have to make the changes first. Well, this is action comes before motivation. We know that in cognitive behavioral therapy, Mm -hmm. if you're waiting for motivation, you're waiting forever. Action first. Action first, and then we'll feel more motivated, and then we'll feel better. So that's what I try to, to incorporate in my life, too, is that I... Now I feel like going to the gym, but it actually took me, not to discourage you, but it took me a year to get into this routine. Yeah. It, it takes time, and and uh, but if we stick to it and, and put ourselves, our, our because our feelings first, and, and like you said, it does help with emotional regulation. We know all these things rationally, but um, it's just a matter of trying to do it, and that's where... Um, 
exercise can be very, very helpful. Well, just to add on to what you said about the exercise is that, you know, it took you a year to get there. But really what happens at that point is even if you go start, you say, I'm going to do exercise for five minutes right now. And you go do it. You force yourself those first five minutes. The motivation tends to come once you start doing it. But you have to start doing the action first. Yeah. Now, you when you were doing your ABC, please, we never got to the please. And I know that you told me it has something to do with exercise. So tell me about that, please. Yeah. No pun intended. Please (laughs) on the please. So please is is another acronym that in psychology we use so again easy to remember so we want to when we want to remember taking care of ourselves so that we can have the best success and happiness so the p stands for so actually the p um and the then the uh, l stands for to treat physical illnesses because a lot of times um we might have something physical that maybe we don't necessarily go and see the doctor or we're not treating uh effectively we might dismiss it so it's really important to try and treat anything that any questions or any uh physical uh things you know i I, sometimes i know my clients who are diabetic might not be necessarily listening to um their body and and their blood sugar levels so definitely being able to to put that first and then the e stands for the balanced eating so we want to make sure that we're having the nutrition and eating healthy meals at least three times a day um, Why is that important? Well, definitely we know that when your, your brain needs this this uh, energy, right? So if you're not eating, I don't know about you, but I get hangry, right? I get very irritable and I notice that my mood definitely dips if I'm not eating. So there's there's a lot of benefits to, to making sure that you're having at least snacks or regular meals uh, very frequently. And then the A is avoid mood altering substances. Again, if if we're engaging in mood-altering substances, why why would this not lead to success and happiness? In the short term, it does, but it feels like it is. It's giving us fake happiness. But why is this? Why is well? I, again, I think we don't feel so proud of ourselves if we're doing mood-altering substances. What they do mood-altering substances is they numb uh, they numb the pain, mm-hmm. but it doesn't get rid of the pain. No. So it comes back. So you just need more and more of the drug, and it doesn't always have to be a substance. It could be working too much. It could be caretaking too much. It could be watching too much reality TV. It's still the same problem. Mm-hmm. Is we're not really getting towards the problem and working through the problem because you do work through problems. If there was a way to avoid them, you know, we would be millionaires and you know find a way to do that there is no way to do that yeah so yeah and I liked how you tied it to the values because if we are engaging in mood altering substances um that uh, maybe it could be going against our values because there there might be other consequences that come with that uh using drugs and and alcohol and, and work or shopping as well and then the, the S goes for sleep. So we want to make sure that we're getting a balanced sleep, making sure that we're um, sometimes we might some some of us might have difficulties getting to sleep and falling to sleep. But there is definitely strategies of what you can do to help find a better routine uh, at night. So but that definitely, again, if you're not sleeping, your brain doesn't have enough energy and uh, rest for the next day that you it might be more susceptible to feel um to be harder to regulate some of your emotions and and maybe a little bit more impulsive too. Well, yeah, that's a very important point. Well, well said. And then the last one is the tie-in is your point about your technique is the exercise. So that one is very very important. Again, very hard to motivate ourselves to do, but once we do, um, 
very that, that's why I find a lot of successful or happiness uh, people that that uh, uh, that I talk to definitely exercise as part of their routine. Well, you know, it's so funny. Like at this point, not that I seriously am a person who wants to exercise all, no. all the time, but like today, I haven't finished what I wanted to do exercise wise, and it's it's weighing heavily on me. I'm thinking mm. after the radio show, I've got to go do it. It's funny. Next week, we actually have a, a very exciting guest on. We have um, classical stretch founder uh, Miranda Esmond White on, and I I'm just gonna. Uh, tease a little bit about that is that exercise even that I think people don't realize it's made up of many parts exercise there's strength training there's cardio and there's stretch Mm. and she's she's like the queen of the importance of stretch something that as you know I'm much older than you Melissa uh, I never I was always exercising I never realized stretch was so important and when you get older it really comes and gets you so uh, you know it's a tease for the next show but it's also something to keep in mind for your ABC please to get it in because what it's almost like whatever you don't do now you will pay for it later mm. so we want to get it in I don't feel good when it's not in you're loving your boot camp you come over here you're always talking to me I always say Melissa stay let's hang out no I gotta go to boot camp <laughs> she's always leaving right after the radio show um, but you know what I admire that I don't get to tell you that often I admire that about you and I think that as a clinician at the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression it's part of why I feel very confident to give you a client because you are walking the walk mm-hmm. and that's another thing you know we had shows on how to choose a therapist sorry I'm on a little tangent but don't choose a therapist who tells you to go exercise who clearly isn't doing it themselves yeah. don't choose a therapist who tells you live a healthy life and they don't look like they're living a healthy life yeah you know i i and melissa i I just a shout out to you you exemplify you were the perfect person to have on for this topic because you're obviously teaching your clients things that you do Mm -hmm. good for you Mm -hmm. kudos to you melissa henley thank you kudos (laughs) Yep. <laughs> she's all shy now <laughs> yeah. she's all shy now I think it's very important I want to add in before the break the importance of removing and this is one I am not good at so I'd like to go on record there I said some things I am good at mm-hmm. but the one I'm not good at is remove electronics for a certain period of time during the day oh, okay yes. half hour to an hour no electronics has a profound effect on creativity productivity and mood electronics It hurts me to say this because I love my electronics, are not linked with happiness. As a matter of fact, au contraire, they are linked with depression and anxiety. This is hard for me to say, Melissa. Yeah, and and disconnection. You know, when we're at home and we've... Uh, when we're on our cell phones or on social media, yep. that we're we're not being present in our own lives and we're disconnecting uh, so from sad. from the people that are around us. So it's a tough time to be living. You're very young. It's a tough time. Like your generation, you have always had electronics, always. right? Like, well, yeah, yeah, majority, pretty much, yeah. right? And whereas I grew up without the internet, no yeah. cell phones, it's a really challenging time. Like, do you find it hard to not be on your electronics? Hard, yeah, very. Yeah. And yeah. now what I got this, uh, I saw my Apple Watch. It's hard. So sometimes yeah. I have to do do take that off because uh, yeah. then I'm always connected or yeah. always feel like yeah. yeah. So taking time without the electronics, a little few minutes a day, mm-hmm. sitting with yourself. A lot of people say they're not comfortable to sit in silence. Mm-hmm. I remember Oprah coming to town and saying that people can't sit with themselves mm-hmm. in silence. That's a very bad sign. Mm-hmm. Like you need to be able to sit with yourself. That's where the meditation comes in. Yeah. Right. 
Okay, so that's a big one. Yeah. All right, well, listen, we're going to take a short break. I see that you have lots of other stuff you want to say, Melissa, and I, I can see you're very passionate about the topic. I'm very happy about that. And we'd love to hear from you as well. If you have anything you want to say, one five one four seven nine six four three five seven to text, or you can always call into the show. It's very rare that people do, but if you want to be the person who does it, one eight six six four seven two five seven nine two. We'd love to hear from you. We know you listen from our numbers. Call in, join the conversation. Anyways, we'll be right back on Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety. Featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at helpforanxietydepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or helpforanxietydepression.com. Your life, your health, your network. This is Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. So we're back on Straight Talk talking about habits of successful people in life and in love. And I I guess I want to steer the conversation a little bit towards love also, because I also, you know, think that in love people, you know, and I, I do a lot of work with couples and couple retreats. And the more I did them over the years, I mean, I really feel like successful couples have successful strategies. It's as simple as that. Mm. I, I talk often at the couple retreats, even about one that me and my husband do. And we have a coffee date once a week. And mm. it's it's kind of silly. Like, it's not like the most, it's not what I dreamt of as a young girl going on a coffee date. But as a, a married couple with two kids that we have every week that coffee time to, you know, talk about what's going on with you. Because like this week, for example, we've been strangers in the night that happens sometimes. Like he's got his softball and I've had my things and it's, it's and the kids have this having um, a date night or a date coffee or whatever, mm-hmm. meeting up with your partner um, is extremely important strategy mm-hmm. to have in place. That's one that works very well for us, but the research supports it too. You're in a couple. What, what are some of your strategies? 
for your couple? Well, the one that I'm practicing on uh, is is communication, and we always say the communication is the key. But it's not it's not just about. So I I think that's so cute that you guys do that, and, <laughs> we always and, do and so important to to set a time because life can get very busy and stressful. Indeed, indeed. Um, that we we don't tend to check in with each other. So I think that's really a uh, good idea, great idea to check in once a week with each other. Um, but but it's about communicating the the not just the daily things that very important. Um, not just the check-ins, but what are your emotional needs getting met? And that's something that I've been trying to communicate too, as well as that, am I, uh, like, what am I feeling? And trying to communicate those, even if things are going well, trying to communicate, are my needs being met? And if they're not, um, trying to express to express to, to them that uh, this is what I'm needing. So you mean you check in with yourself and you ask yourself what you're feeling and then you tell your partner if there's something? I try to, yes. Okay, so it's then you have, work in progress. You have a meeting mm-hmm. with him now? Is there a meeting? Well, whenever I, I think it's important. That's something that um, definitely to, to work through, but definitely to try and, because when it's good for me, it might not be good for, for him. So, right, of course. F- so trying to set, like, kind of what you do is set up a time where, you know, actually we have a time today of what, that after boot camp. Yep, after boot camp, we're going to talk. And so uh, definitely just trying to set up a time that it works for both of us so we're not rushing that we can sit down and talk about what's going on. Yeah, it, Gottman calls it State of the Union. Oh, State yeah. of the Union meetings that you're supposed to have them once a week. And I think they're rather important. Um, you know, in couples, again, if you're not careful and you don't put strategies in place, it's very easy to the connections to start to go awry and maybe even learning a little bit about strategies that couple successful couples do. And, you know, there's a science now to love is something that I recommend to couples and, you know, certainly my husband and I have gone and, you know, we used to go on our anniversary and always take like a a course for couples. Like Mm. we like learning stuff Mm. like that, like to be the best version of ourselves. Thoughts? Yeah. And, and, um, yeah, definitely to to be the best version. And when you said that, it reminded me of something that I also find I do in my relationship that is another value that is important to me, which I feel like helps make our relationship successful, is to allow each other to have our own independence. Mm. I find that a lot of times in couples, because, you know, we're, we're together a lot of times, that we tend to not maliciously but meaning to control what the other person does or what they're not what they are allowed to do and what they're not allowed to do and so definitely it's so important to have your own identity and your own time and, and your own independence in the relationship so yeah. doing your own thing well that that is a really good point because yeah there is a you a me and an us in a yes. relationship and we must and when we grow up we don't always learn that it seems like the love songs are all like you know uh, you complete me that mm. there's like two fifty percent make a hundred and it's actually that's not right. It's two hundred percent make a, a marriage or make a relationship mm-hmm. to fully integrated people. So I'm glad you brought that up. It's it's very, very key to have things that make you happy beyond your relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a lot of pressure on the relationship. And I think that's something that as women, we sometimes are the ones that have been conditioned to believe that our happiness will come when we're in a romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. I think men are actually quite a bit better at this. They don't tend to lose themselves as much in relationships as women do. And my work over the years has been you know, mm-hmm. with women and even with myself mm-hmm. to understand that this cannot be um, who I am. This mm-hmm. is a piece of the puzzle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, that reminds me too, today I was actually talking about this with the client because she felt that her whole um, 
identity, you know, with kids and with um, with inner marriage, she just find that she's losing herself. And so I found that really important to try and, uh, you know, because we do have many different roles. We have many different hats, right? We might have the, 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 the work hat, the spouse hat, the parent hat, the sibling hat, the child hat. We have many different roles. And I think trying to not like have those roles, but also have our own hat of what's important to us. And I go, I think again, it ties back to the values of what's important to me and how can I live, how can I live my life and turn my values into goals? If I'm not meeting those values, how can I turn them into goal setting where I can achieve them and then feel um, that I, I'm, I'm not losing myself right within and, all these hats. Yeah. Well, that brings up, that leads segues nicely into another thing. That's a good strategy, both in love and in your life, which is keeping a journal. And, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it sounds sort of like new agey and crystally, um, but a journal doesn't have to be like that. Like I have a, my gratitude slash global journal and I don't take it out every day, but certainly, and this is relevant in my relationship when something's troubling me, I start with my journal mm. because I have to work out what's going on here. Is this really about him? Is this really about my past? Is this really about like my mm. wound or what's going on? I, you know, sort of figure out what's the trigger, what's going on and what do I want to do about it before I get reactive um, and deal with it. And I think that people in, in healthy couples do that uh, something like that, or write down their feelings to be able to process feelings because feelings can be very overwhelming. I mean, you're the feelings expert. Mm-hmm. They can be very overwhelming and you, you can really get reactive at oh, times. Yes, yes, yes. And and what we, our rational part of what how we wanted to handle a situation <laughs> might go out the window when we get triggered. So how I like to, to look at it too is that I love the journaling aspect that you brought up um, and, it, and, and it's really to process and to figure it out because sometimes we know we're upset but then if we bring it up right away to the person you know it might get it it might come out maybe the way that we don't want it to come out or it might get lost because we're not really clear on what it is that of why we're upset so I always use a metaphor it's like when you bring your car to a garage and we can't just you know the mechanic can't just look at the car and without really looking at it and say, oh, I think it's this, right? They, they really have to oh, go wow, in there. That's so good. That's so good. Go in there and to see what's going on and to test things. And, and then we can have a proper diagnosis of the car of what's going on. And I think journaling is the same way. Great. Uh, that was really beautiful. Uh, I love that. Um, another thing I was reading about in terms of being successful is that I love reading this. It sort of keeps with the theme of the show is the never give up concept, mm-hmm. which, you know, the show we say and I say often keep your eyes on the stars. And uh, last week I was talking about my kids like climbing and at like a climbing, a rock climbing place. And I was like, they wanted to give up. And I was like, just try a little bit more. Like, don't give up right away. Mm. Is that people who are successful don't give up. And that was last week's shows about overcoming obstacles. They don't give up uh, if they face a hurdle. They, you know, they try to work through it. And that's true in relationships too. You know, people walk away from relationships very, very quickly. I tell my clients, earn your way out of the relationship. Learn what was your part because otherwise you're bound to repeat it. Mm -hmm. So not giving up too fast is actually a strategy, whether it's in love, whether it's in life. That's not to say you should stay in something that's abusive or, you know, really problematic. But it is to say, have you looked at all things? It ties back into the journal. Have you consulted a professional? Uh, You want to figure things out. Obstacles are a part of life and they're certainly a part of relationships. Mm -hmm. Melissa? This is the one that I resonate the most. And I think when I look at my life and my happiness, I think this is the one that 
stands out to me the most is is not giving up yeah. because there there is going to be bumps there is going to be challenges people you know we're not going to get the things that we want sometimes and and that's okay but it's about taking you know how I kind of look at it is like taking the 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 driver in in my car right it's like taking the the driver's seat in in my own car instead Love of it. the passenger Love seat it. and sometimes it's hard because external things might be blocking us but this is the one thing I've got how I've got probably three years of rejection letters into my master's program and that's one thing I I knew what I wanted to do and that's one thing I told myself is that I was so discouraged I was so devastated and heartbroken and there was times where I felt like giving up but that's one thing that I knew what I wanted to do and I pushed through and I found a way to kept going and and to complete my master's degree. So that's something to me, I find that I'm no matter what is I and it's not to say you don't get discouraged because those feelings will come up and frustration and all that. But it's about what what am I going to do with it now? It's a very inspirational what you're saying. And it's, you know, it's, it brings up this, the next point that's relevant, which is like, be careful about your audience. Um, haters and people who say it can't be done because most people will tell you it cannot be done. Yeah. It won't work out. And when you're talking about your master's degrees, I mean, you know, basically I, every, everything that I wanted to do when I wanted, I wanted to go back to school in my thirties, mm-hmm. people said it can't be done. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I wanted to adopt children. It can't be done. Mm. I want to open up a clinic. It can't be mm-hmm. done. Yeah. And there are obstacles and like you I stayed focused on the goal and then people say and then it's a bit annoying because like how we started the show people say oh she's lucky Mm. you know I I really think that you have to be able to push through the obstacles be careful about the people you're around though because it will affect you if people keep telling you it's not going to work out yeah because me too I had family members that say you know you're going all the way to Vancouver it's too expensive it's too it's too like it's too this, too that. that. It's it's not a good school. Like just anything, right? And it just yes, I questioned myself, and yes, I got discouraged. But I think getting back to my goal and what I wanted that I that I did have to try. And I, I said this quote before, and I'm probably gonna butcher it, but um, is <laughs> that is that um, you know failure is not or not failing is not the true uh, what is it you know it better <laughs> no I don't know which point you're saying I'm sorry I can't save you <laughs> um, that that uh, failure is not the like when you try something and you fail that's not the true definition of failure it's it's not having tried is is what uh, can be can be failing so I definitely butchered that but along the message that basically we have to try even if it doesn't work out it doesn't you know even if it didn't work out it doesn't mean that we failed Okay, I found it. Defeat is not the worst of failures. Not to have tried is the true failure by George Edward Woodbury. How's that? That's it. I found it. So again, (laughs) defeat is not the worst of failures. Not to have tried is the true failure. It's absolutely brilliant because it's true. You know, if you try and you stand behind your decisions, you know, a lot of the things I mentioned could have easily not worked out for Mm -hmm. me and yours too. And some things didn't work out Mm -hmm. and it's okay because if you tried, you can stand behind that you tried. Um, So never give up is a big one and be surrounded by positive people who encourage you and say, wow, that sounds a bit challenging, but hey, why not try Mm -hmm. it? Mm -hmm. Melissa, you want to say something quickly? Well, I I find it's a bit cliche, but it's so true because originally I wanted to be a a physiotherapist, but I didn't have the math and all that to get in. And when I would went, when I'd wanted to go see uh, guidance counselors, they kind of discouraged me. But, you know, and one door did close, but 
you know, I'm so grateful for that. At the time, I wasn't. Uh, but, you know, now I'm so grateful because it did lead me to the path. So even if a door does close or that you don't choose um, that path that there's, I find as cliche, but it works at it. Well, you know one let's open. use that as a teaser because what you're saying there, what you did there is you learned to trust life. That when something closes, it's probably to lead you in another direction, which is another habit of successful people is they Mm -hmm. trust life Mm -hmm. and they trust that life is taking them on a journey and you have to flow with it. So let's think about that. We'll be right back on Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at HelpForAnxietyDepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or HelpForAnxietyDepression.com. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety. Featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. Your life, your health, your network. Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. We're back on Straight Talk with Sandra Reese. So a couple of things I want to get into right away. So we left off with the concept of trust life. And that is a very big Sandra Reese concept uh, because life throws you obstacles and, and curveballs and things don't, like Melissa talked about her physiotherapy versus psychotherapy. Things don't play out the way that you think that they're going to play out. But if you can trust, it's not always easy, but if you could trust that life is taking you in the direction that you want to go, the thing that you really think you wanted and you, didn't get it, might be very much in your interest. Now, some people might be listening to this and saying, that's pretty Pollyanna, and I get that. But here's my deal on this, is even if it was Pollyanna, and even if it's not true, and there's no rhyme or reason to life, and it's just bad luck and good luck, believing that is soothing. Mm. And what's soothing will make you in a better mental health place. So I don't really care if it's true or not. I care that it works for me to go, this happened for this reason. Even when, you know, if I would miss a flight on the way to a trip, you know, instead of getting so uptight, I used to get very uptight about that. I go, okay, maybe I wasn't meant to be on that flight. And someone else might go, okay, Sandra, seriously. Mm -hmm. But it soothes me. Mm -hmm. It makes me feel like this happened for a reason. Yeah. 
And uh, the the thing about trusting life, that's something that I try to do too. Because it's so hard with my anxiety is that I don't like things that are unpredictable. I don't like, I like knowing what's going to happen and knowing that um, uh, I, do, I definitely don't like the unpredictability of life. But again, as we know with anxiety, we cannot control, especially there, there are things that are in our control, but there's a lot of things that aren't. So I love how you said to... Um, about trusting life and that it wasn't meant to be, but also to learn how to trust yourself. Like that's something that I try to tell myself too, is that, you know, whatever life does throw at me, I know that based on my past experience that I have gone and through. You can handle it. I can handle it. I yeah. have gone wow. through it. Such a young woman. That's such, such wise words from such a young woman. You have a lot of internal strength. Then you trust yourself. I trust myself. I doubt myself a lot, but it, that's what that's what gives me that soothing. Is I know I can get through it. That it'll be hard. It'll be devastating. It'll be, but based on my past experience, past experience, I know my drive, and I know that I will never let whatever happens. I know that I will not m- let myself crumble uh, and 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 give up. So that's something that I try to count, even if I don't hundred percent believe it. That's what helps soothe me. Is that. I can get through. That's a great strategy. It's a great strategy. So I want to add in another one um, for people, especially women, but probably men too, is uh, it's twofold. One is the ability to say no, which is something I find Mm. we get better at as we get older. Uh, But it's an important skill in terms of having a life of happiness or a relationship of happiness because um, you can't say yes to things and really literally and figuratively unless you can say no to some things. And there are people who will ask you to do all sorts of things. And if, you know, if you want to please them, which many of us have been socialized to want to please others, the problem is that you start to slowly but surely disappear. So part of it is learning to say no. And part of it is the famous, famous boundaries and consequences. Where do you draw the line with people? Mm-hmm. Whether it's your romantic partner, or it's your friendship, whatever it is, is if you feel you're being disrespected and you're not doing anything about it. I don't personally think that that's linked with happiness. I think that would be very tricky. Now, where it gets the whole thing gets very tricky is people with good boundaries and consequences, therefore, might have more conflicts than people who don't because mm-hmm. they're going to say, hey, Melissa, I'm a little upset that you said this and this to me. That's a possible conflict. But on the other hand, our relationship will be cleaned. Mm-hmm. We will deal with it and we'll clean it out as opposed to, you know what, I don't want to bring it up. It might upset Melissa and it's no big deal. I'll just swallow it. That is unfortunately linked with anxiety and depression. So avoiding conflict is not as good as it sounds. And I guarantee you it's going to find its way to come out in not the best. Ooh, you sound so sure of yourself. In not the it. best way because I've seen it and it's happened to me. So I had a situation this week um, where something happened with someone very dear to me and uh, th- there was a like a nothing nothing bad happened but there was a weird vibe and I felt so awful about it and I felt so upset and I was my first inclination was don't say anything let it go or mm. maybe even be a bit cool with her because like I didn't like that and it was it was really sitting with me badly and I was feeling a little bit like if I didn't say anything that I would be resentful mm. so I did go talk to her about it and it was it was so wonderful because she it wasn't at all what I thought it was like. Huh. And so there was a cleansing. And more importantly, I got liberated from the heaviness that was inside of me. Mm-hmm. So do you agree that people who mm-hmm. speak up and say no or say, listen, we need to talk, do better in life? Yes. And we, we know that being assertive is, is an antidote to anxiety. 
right? One of them, right? Oh, right. That, that when we, because right, when we hold on to our feelings and we suppress our emotions, that turns into anxiety. It makes us feel anxious. And, and I think that's one thing, a theme that you said too, is that freedom. People who are successful give themselves that freedom to say, my feelings are important and, and putting ourselves first and to be able to liberate ourselves by just sharing in a nice, respectful, calm way. And people are generally not cruel people. People, if, if, if we say it in a nice, respectful, an honest truth, like a, a, a an I statement feelings, people are generally respond well to that. And if they don't, then that's a question that the boundaries and consequences and other conversations, but, you know, definitely people, people, um, if, if you express yourself, definitely reduces a lot of depression and a lot of anxiety. Oh, it definitely does. It definitely does. I, you know, we, we've covered so many uh, important points. I've just noticed, like, we're almost at the end of the show. I was, like, really shocked because <laughs> obviously there's a lot to say on this topic, and we'd yeah. certainly love to hear from you guys. Uh, you can email anytime at info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Um, I think in a nutshell, what I would say is, like, where we gift wrap all of this is to keep some balance in your life. Mm-hmm. You know, with the journal, with the meditation that you do in the morning, mm-hmm. uh, with turning off the electronics, with um, not being too dependent on one relationship in your life with taking time um, to connect with the people you love. Melissa, your final thoughts on um, living the life of your dreams, meaning um, what are, what's the best way to have happiness and success in your life? Like you talked about the acronym, but like in your words, mm-hmm. uh, what is it? What's I, the secret? To me, we talked about it before, but in my personal life was to never give up. And uh, something that you said about learning to say no, that's something that I'm trying to learn too, is that when I say uh, yes to other people, I'm, I might be saying no to myself. And so... Oh, that's... Yeah. Say that again. That when I say yes to somebody else, I'm saying no to myself. Oh, that's good. And so that's something that I try to keep in mind that... that uh, I need to listen to my body and if I need to say no, it's so hard to do because again, there might be factors that uh, like pleasing and things like that that might get in the way. But to me is I need to learn how to say yes to myself because I am important and you are important. Oh, I love that. I love that. You know what? There's one more thing I forgot to mention and I'm going to do it right now and that's gratitude. And I want to express some gratitude to you, Melissa. You bring so much wealth of information to the show every time you come on and I'm so grateful that you come and you talk with our listeners sharing all that incredible wealth mm-hmm. of information so first of all thank you very much thank Melissa. you and my gratitude I want to extend that to you too because oh. without you're you're the one that made my dream come true and uh, so I wouldn't be where I am today without you so well that's you. far too generous but thank you very much I do recommend that people do write down their gratitude that mm-hmm. also affects mood enormously as a strategy Melissa people are constantly asking me how can they find you they want to work with you they want some of this wisdom how do they find you the number is 514-777-4530 okay and you can also check her out on the website actually it's helpforanxietydepression.com and you're going to be featured in this month's newsletter oh yes that's true I'm very so excited, excited about that and you're, yes. you're, are you going to be offering a tip or something I am well, I am well, you teaser you, you should join the, the newsletter then if you haven't joined it's free go online and join the newsletter you get Melissa's tips she has some amazing tips I learned a lot from you today mm-hmm. so thank you very much again and I want to also thank our listeners for joining us um, I honestly cannot believe the show is over mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like right 
way to keep talking, but we're out of time. Um, I really appreciate all of you guys listening from all over the world. It, it always shocks me when I look at the statistics. I'd like to invite you all to come back next week. Again, we have a celebrity in the house, uh, Miranda Esmond White. She is, oh my God, she's unbelievable. And if you want to learn how to age backwards, this is the show for you. Um, if you're interested in our retreats, therapy, or anything that was mentioned on the show, check out helpforanxietydepression.com. You can also listen to previous shows on straighttalksandarish.com. You can hear this and any other prior podcast on either the website or on the podcast app of your iPhone and on iTunes under Straight Talk with Sandarish. You can drop me or Melissa a comment or question at info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Once again, my name is Sandarish, and I promise I'll help you learn to live your best life again next Thursday, same time, same channel. In the meanwhile, this is Straight Talk with Sandarish. Keep your eyes on the stars. Thank you for listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reish. We hope you've enjoyed today's show and will tune in again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Now, go live your best life.